Hallelujah. I was preparing the message tonight, and um, literally the Holy Spirit said, I'm healing you tonight. Tonight I'm going to heal you. Amen. And um, so I receive it. I receive it before the word even come forth because it's already came forth to me. And so I just receive the word and I'm, I'm believing God that hearts and minds will be healed, set free and delivered tonight in Jesus name. I'm declaring it, Father. I'm declaring it. And I'm standing on your word that it is a done deal in Jesus name. So our scripture tonight is going to we're going to be back in first Chronicles four. First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. And I, as I shared earlier for our PowerPoint, um, First Chronicles 4 um, is the prayer of Jabez. It is a prayer of Jabez. Most of us know it. There's been books written about it. Um, bestseller, I believe. And so it is a very short prayer, but a very powerful prayer. And um, I'm just going to give it to you the way that the Lord gave it to me because it's really helped me um, in my perspective a little bit. Amen. And uh, how many people know that your perspective is your truth? And so regardless if it is the truth, your perspective determines what you think and what you believe. And so it's helping my perspective tonight to think uh, to shift and think a little different on some things that have happened in the past. And so let me first, let's first talk about Jabez. Jabez's name means sorrowful or sorrow maker. So Jabez's mother, when she had Jabez, Jabez, he was named Jabez because she had a hard, a hard childbirth. And let's read the scripture real quick and then we'll go back and forth over it. But it says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain. And so Jabez was born, um, he, he, his mother had a hard childbirth. And so that was the reason that Jabez received the name uh, as a remembrance as a com commemoration of the pain that was caused to his mother during childbirth. And so I believe in this prayer, when Jabez begins to seek the Lord and when Jabez begins to call on God, he's, he is trying to overcome the things of his past, the words that have been spoken over his past. Amen. And so Jabez's name, you know, when you, when you name a child, I always tell, I always try to tell my children, I didn't know. I didn't know. So when I found out, I figured out, I said, you know, I try to tell my children, be careful what you name your children. Thank God none of my grandchildren got any crazy names. I don't want to say no names because it may be somebody. So I'm going to keep the names to myself that I think is kind of all. But a name is powerful because you have to remember when you're naming, when you're naming that child, every day of that child's life, that child, that, that word is going to be spoken over that child. And so Jabez's name was, was in commemoration of the pain caused. So every day Jabez was reminded that you caused me pain. 
Every day, Jabez was reminded that he was a bringer of sorrow, that he was, he, he made his mother of all people very sorrowful. So Jabez had to bear the curse that was, that's a literally a curse that she, she, she spoke over her son at the time that he was born. At childbirth, Jabez had to deal with the curse spoken over him every day of his life until he went and sought the Lord. Amen. So his mother, not not knowingly, I think a lot of times, you know, amen, our parents, our loved ones, they don't understand the, the things that are said over us and how they affect us as children and how your words are so powerful, especially coming from a parent to a child. That word can break a child. That word can, can, can shift the child. The word actually can, can, um, to, can bring the character of that child can be formed by that word. When you keep telling Johnny he bad, guess what Johnny going to do? Johnny going to be bad. Johnny going to act like you say. It's almost like, I've heard, now I'm not speaking this over nobody, but it's almost like, you know, you've heard people say, well, you done said I was going to do it for so long. I might as well go and do it then. The devil is a lie, <laughs> but you can speak that into existence for so long because life and death are in the power of your tongue. So every time you call Jabez, Jabez, then Jabez is every time you saying that Jabez is literally pain. Jabez is literally sorrow. Jabez is going to be everything that you say that Jabez is. Amen. So Jabez was operating under a word curse spoken over him by his mother. He was reminded every day that he caused much pain and every day he was called a sorrow maker. So here's some Jabez had to he had to he had to get over himself. Amen. Because, you know, the, the Bible says that Jabez tried to live right. Jabez it said it said in the first verse that he was he was more honorable than his other brothers. So he tried to live right. But he couldn't overcome the words that were spoken over, over him by his parents, by his mother, by his loved ones. Even though he was known for one that was most honorable in their sight, in their eyes, all he was seen as was Jabez. You caused me a lot of pain. You brought me a lot of sorrow. And some, I'm going to help some of y'all out because some of us have been called, have been seen as our past for so long of the things that we've done in our past for so long that that's what we have identified with. It is hard to see yourself as somebody else, as something else, because you're still stuck on the fact that I'm pain. I'm sorrow. This is what I've caused. This is the hurt that I've, I've inflicted. And so you still identify yourself as being that which you've been called and accused of, whether it had been true, that thing which you've been caused and accused of, of your past, that is what you identify of. So it's hard for you to break through through your transition. It's hard for you to break through through that next phase of life because you're still stuck on the opinions of man and the opinions of other people that have been spoken against you. I know who you are. You, yup, you still Keisha. Got to break through that. So Jabez had to get over, number one, the perceptions of others who should have had his back. You know, his loved ones, them folk close around him. Jabez had to get over those that he sought the most for acceptance, those that he sought the most for love. Jabez had to get over those folk that was close around him in his circle so that he could begin to see himself through the eyes of God. 
He had to get over the perceptions of others who should have had his back. He had to get over the constant reminder of his past. You know, a lot of times, you know, um, even though we're not the same place that we were years ago, it's amazing to me how though when we're in the presence of those that have known us way back when, you know, it, 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 that's who they realize. That's who they recognize. That's who they identify you as. You, yep. I know it's been 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, however many years it's been. I know it's been a long time. But in my eyes, you're still who you were because that's who I know you as. And so not only am I stuck in the place of where you were, the other person that is, that is, you know, that's their perception. So not only are they stuck in the place of where you were, but they try to keep you in the place of where you were. So therefore they can't see you through any other eyes. They can't see you to where you're going. They don't see the promise of God on your life. They don't see the call of God on your life. What they see is, yep, you just Keisha. There's a constant reminder of your past. Amen. In their eyes. So Jabez had to get over the constant reminder of the pain that he had caused, the constant reminder of the failure that he had been, the constant reminder of the addictions that he had, the constant reminder of the things that he had done to his loved ones and the people around him. Jabez had to get over the constant reminder of others from his past. Hallelujah. I'm helping somebody out tonight. And if I'm not, I'm helping me. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Number three. He had to get over the belief that everything others said about him was the truth. You know, we talked about that perception. Jabez had to get over that the fact that the, it wasn't even a fact, but he had to get over the belief systems of others so that he can then believe and see himself in a new light. He had to get over someone else's perception of himself because his the his perception of himself had been formed because of the opinions of others. So Jabez had to get over the other people's perceptions of himself so that he can then form a new perception of who he was in God. He had to get over the belief that everything others said about him was the truth. Their perception. Just because that's how you feel about me or just because that's your opinion of me, that doesn't determine that that's who I am. So in order for you to go to the next level, you have to be able to get over the other person's opinions of you. You have to be able to get over the other person's perception of who they think you are because they don't know who you are. You know who knows who you are? Only God knows who you are because only God knows what he put on the inside of you. So, you know, people can make a determination by who they think you are based on your past actions, but that's not who you are. That's just who people think that you are. That's who they've seen, but that's not who you are. You're everything that God says that you are. Amen. So Jacob, jo, um, Jabez had to get over the belief that everything others said about him was the truth. You know, um, and it says through him, through through, though he was known by others as an honorable man, every day he was reminded by his family that he had caused his mother great pain. So much to the fact that she named, that's what she named him, right? And so, um, as I was, as I was, um, yep, as I was writing and studying for the night, um, I could, I, I, I felt like, I was like, you know what, God, I can kind of identify with Jabez. I can kind of identify, I, it's not kind of, I can identify with Jabez because though most of you 
know me as, you know, that's Apostle KB or that's just Keisha or I don't care, whatever you call me. I've been called a lot of things in life. So nothing would surprise me. Amen. Hallelujah. It ain't all been holy. It ain't all been righteous. And I'm still okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, you know, um, most of you know me in on this side of, of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. But there had been a time, of, and I've already shared this, and I've told you guys before, there was a time that, that I got a past. And, you know, my past, though at one point I always felt like my past dictated who I was and determined who I was. But I realized my past was just that. It was my past. It was not who I am. And so, but the thing is, there's, there's a stain on my past that others in my family have not been able to let go of. So everybody got a past, you know what I'm saying? And some of us, is, it's easier to remember your, somebody else's past than it is for you to remember your own. And so what I realized, I could identify with Jabez because Jabez, his family reminded him always of his past. And some of you, all, some of you others can, can identify with Jabez's past because though you've been, you know, you've made that shift, you've made that change. You are definitely not who you were years ago, you know, but still there's a constant reminder of who you were. I'm here to let you know who you were is not who God says that you are. Who you were was just who you were at that, at that moment in time. But everything that you were helped you to become everything that you are today. And so, you know, I'm hoping this helps somebody out because I'm telling you, it helped me out. Because I can remember being... Um, being, um, <laughs> um, I can remember being a child and, um, you know, not always doing the things that I should do. And I'm talking about a young child and, and the threat of my mom's threat was, you know, God don't like ugly, you know, God don't like ugly. You know, she always seemed to say it at the opportune time when I was acting up, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, dang. Well, if God don't like ugly, surely he could not like me. If God don't like ugly, you know, I'm not doing the right things. I'm not living right. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. So if God doesn't like ugly, I'm ugly. You know, there's ugly things on the inside of me. So those ugly things on the inside of me, surely he can't like those. So there's no way if he doesn't like the ugly that I am, there's no way that he can love me. And there's no way that he can use me. There's no way that, you know, anything good can come out of me because God don't like ugly. And so that was a lie that in my mind had been embedded and implanted for years because in my mind I saw myself as one being ugly. I hated looking at films. I hated I don't take pictures. This video thing has really been stretching me <laughs> because it it makes me see myself. It makes me look myself in the face every day. And so, you know, I, I I'm one that, you know, I don't want a whole lot of limelight. I don't want a whole lot of attention. Yeah, look, I really didn't want to even be called. Don't look, don't put a title on my name. Just call me Keisha. You don't really got to call me at all. I'm still good. But you know, <laughs> I'm just saying that that whole stigmatism of, you know, God don't like ugly and, and associating with the fact that my actions at that time were not actions that were pleasing. They were actions that were probably ugly and seen as some as ugly that that made me determine in my mind that I too am ugly. And there's nothing good that was about me because God didn't like the ugliness in my life. So there's no way that he can like me. And so that's what I associated with. But that was all because of 
the, 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 the thing that was implanted to me as a child that, that skewed my perception of who I am today. And so it's hard to transition over to become who God has created you to be when you're trying to overcome the perceptions of your childhood that have been skewed by the names that you've been called, by the treatments that you've been receiving, that, you know, by other people's perceptions of their truth of who you are. You know, it's hard to transition to that next level, to that next faith. It's hard to see yourself through the eyes of God when all you can see and hear are the perceptions of others and the opinions of man that never were anything good and never had anything positive to say. So all you can see is the negative on the inside of you. And it's hard to see something good. Can something good come out of Nazareth? It's hard to see that something good can't come out of you. It's hard to see that because all you believe is what's been spoken of you. You brought much pain, Lazarus. I mean, you brought much pain, um, Jabez. Your name is sorrowful. So, you know, I, I, I know that through my addictions and through the things that I have done in my family. Like I told you, I didn't did my dirt. You know, I had a really bad drug problem. And so I know because of those things, I've caused my mother great pain. I've caused my family great pain. And it's hard for them to see me in the eyes that Christ sees me in now. And that some of you may see me in because you didn't know me back then. You know, it's hard for them to see me where I am today because there's still the name and the perception of who you thought I am, who you think I am, and who you thought I was. So you don't know who I am anymore because you haven't received me as who God says that I am. And so some of you are going through that same battle. It's hard for you to overcome and transition to that next level because you've been so long bound by the perceptions and the opinions of others that has let you, that literally got you stuck where you, God is trying to push you to the next level. He is trying to make the birth, birth of dreams and visions on the outside and inside of you bringing the past but it's hard for them to bring in the past because you can't see yourself through the eyes of God you only continue to see yourself through the perceptions of man and the perceptions of man are just their perceptions that is not the truth that is not the truth is only what God says only what God says about you is what the truth is. Only what God says about you is what matters. So anything else is an opinion. Anything else is not the truth. Amen. It's a false truth. It's their truth. It's their perception. But if God didn't say it about me, last I checked, God said I was beautifully and wonderfully made. I'm created in the image of God. I'm an heir to the throne. Last time I checked, God had, he said, look, he, he had wonderful things to say about me. So it, it, that's what you got to pull on. See, this is what Jabez did. Jabez went into the Lord. J 10 says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel. See, sometimes you got to get past what other people are saying about you. And you got to go to the to the source. You got to go to the one that created you. Because who better knows you than the creator himself? Who is better to give you your identity and tell you who you are and where you be and where you going than that who created you? And so Jabez knew within himself. He called on the God of Israel. And he said, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Hallelujah, Lord. And he truly enlarged my territory. That your hand would be with me. And that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. Jabez knew that in order to overcome the thoughts, the perception that he had created, even in his own mind, he had to get, he had to allow the Lord to enlarge his territory. When he was saying enlarge my territory, he wasn't talking about enlarge the land, enlarge my house, enlarge my car, enlarge, you know, he wasn't talking about the dirt. 
He was talking about this dirt. He wasn't talking about the dirt on the outside. He was saying, enlarge my thought process, Lord. This is my perception of it, Lord. I hope this is helping somebody out. He was saying, enlarge my thought process that I think through an eternal, an eternal mindset. You got to get your mind stayed on the things above. You got to allow the Lord to enlarge your thought process so that the thought processes of others no longer embed you, no longer restrict you, no longer bind you up. You got to ask the Lord to enlarge my thoughts, Lord, that I think through an eternal mindset. Then you look, you got to go back and say, look, and, and, and while you enlarging my thoughts, enlarge my mind that I have the mind of Christ. Enlarge my heart that I can love like you love, God. Enlarge my vision that I see greater than where I physically am right now. Enlarge my dreams that I dream beyond my means. Enlarge my territory. When you say enlarge my territory, it means enlarge my capacity to receive what you have for me. Transcend me past. Transcend me, transcend me beyond every word curse that's been spoken. Transcend me beyond the thoughts that I even have against myself. The thoughts and opinions that others have. Transcend me beyond those things that are holding me back in my physical, my physical stature. Transcend me beyond, Father God, that I may think on, think through a heavenly realm, that I may think through an eternal mindset. Transcend me beyond what this looks like in the natural. Ex enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory that I may be greater than the pain I have caused or been accused of causing and greater than the pain that I've had to endure. Enlarge my territory. So Jabez, Jabez had an, a different understanding. He wasn't asking for some land. He wasn't asking for a car or a house. He was asking God to come in and enlarge me, Lord God, that I can think beyond what, I've been, what has been spoken over my life, that I can think beyond the opinions that have been formed, and that I can think beyond what everybody has told me that I wasn't. Lord, enlarge my territory, that I can see the way that you see, that I can see my, my, myself through your eyes. Enlarge my territory, Lord God, the territory of my mind, the territory of my heart, my thought processes, Lord. Enlarge my territory. I believe Jabez got tired of seeing himself through the eyes of his past, and he got to a point a desperation where he needed God to do something big in his life. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but I need God to do something big in my life right now. Because if I look at my natural state, if I look at my natural state right now, I may get weak and I may get weary and I may want to give up and quit if I look at my natural state. But I need God to come in and enlarge my territory. Let me see big in this life. Let me see bigger than what I see right now. Let me vision where you're taking me to. Let me see the promises that you have before me. So I'm not just stuck in this wilderness experience going through turmoil and torture through my mind. Let me see myself through the eyes of God. He got tired of living under the lie that all he could be was what someone has said that he was. All he could be was that person that had caused pain. He got tired of living the lie. See, that was a lie. Though that may have been part of my past, that's definitely not part of my future. You know? So Jabez got tired of living the lie of his past, that that's all he could ever mount up to be.
That's all he could grow up to be. That's all he could ever do. All you're going to ever do is be like such and such. You ain't going to never do nothing. You ain't going to never be nothing. You ain't going to never have nothing. Jabez got tired of the lie of saying that all you're going to do is cause pain. All you're going to do is go out here and, 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 and be a druggie. All you're going to do is be a failure. All you're going to do, you ain't going to never do nothing good. Jabez got tired of the law, of the, of, of the lie. So he began to seek God. And he began to go before the Lord and say, God, I need you to change this situation right now. Because, you know, I, look, I need some stuff to change right now. I need something big to come out of this. I need you to do a great and mighty work on the inside of me. Because I, I keep, I hear what they say about me. And I'm not saying that it has not been true of my past. But what I'm saying is, God, you got greater for me on the inside than my past. You got greater for me on the inside than, than even where I am right now in my present. You got greater for me on the inside, Lord God. I know you got greater for me. And so I need you to show up, Lord God. I need you to show out. I need you to enlarge the territory of my mind and my heart. I need you to be big in my life right now. I need you to show up and show out right now in my life. Jabez had to go before God and he had to transcend every opinion of man to overcome every negative word spoken over him, to him and about him. Jabez was not talking about a physical territory, but he was saying, Lord, enlarge my territory from the opinions of others that I am not bound by their small thinking of me anymore. Enlarge my territory. Do something in me. Lord God, that can't nobody else, can't nobody else get the credit for. Can't nobody else say that they had anything to do but God. I need God to show up in my life so, look, that's not even mad fabulous, that couldn't nobody else take no credit for. Mama and them can't say they did it. Daddy and them can't say they do it. All they can say is it had to be God. It had to be God. It has to be God. I don't know about y'all, but I need God to enlarge my territory, enlarge my territory. Open me up, Lord. Open me up, Lord God, to every possibility, Lord God. Open me up, Lord God, to every promise, Father God. Open me up, Lord God, to every word that you've spoken over my life, Lord. Enlarge my territory that I can receive everything that you have for me to receive. That I can do everything that you have for me to do, Lord God. That every dream, every vision would come forth, Lord God. Enlarge my territory, Lord God. Enlarge my mind, Lord God. Let me think on heavenly things, Lord God. Enlarge my words, Lord God. Let me speak life in every situation. Enlarge, Lord, enlarge, enlarge my sight, Father God, that I don't see through a natural eye, Lord God. But Lord God, give me, give me eyes of eternity, Lord God. Give me spiritual eyes, Lord God, that I can see past what I see in my natural state, Lord God. That I can see past the circumstances and the situations, Lord God. That I can see past the crazy, Lord God. Let me see with a spiritual eye into the kingdom of heaven, Lord God. Because in kingdom of heaven, every need is supplied. Every word is fulfilled, Lord God. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory, Lord God. Enlarge my territory, Lord God. Enlarge my territory, Lord God. Enlarge my territory. That my thoughts, that my mind, that my heart, my vision, my dreams, Lord God. That it would all line up with your will, Father. Enlarge my territory. 
Father God, we just need you to come and enlarge our territory right now, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. This is not about houses. This is not about land, Lord God. This is not about new jobs, Lord God, or promotions, Lord God. Lord God, enlarge your territory in us, Father God. Enlarge our territory, Father God, within us, Lord God, that we can see ourselves, Father God, not through our past, Lord God, not through the perceptions of other, Lord God, not through the opinions of man, Lord God, that, that we may see ourselves in heavenly places, seated next to you on the throne, Father God, that we can see ourselves in the eyes of eternity, Lord God, that we can see ourselves moving and functioning as you have created us and intended us to function, Lord God. Let us enlarge our territory, Father. Enlarge our territory. That we can see us. Father, that we can see ourselves through your eyes and your eyes only, Father. Enlarge our territory, Lord God. And Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, every word curse that has been spoken over everybody in the sound of my voice, Father, in the name of Jesus. I lay the axe to it at the root. In the name of Jesus. I cast it down at the root right now in Jesus name. Every word curse that has been spoken over us over the entirety of our life. Father God, we send the fire of God against it right now. And we burn it to ash right now in Jesus name. We declare and decree right now, Father, that we are everything that you spoke over our lives, Father God. And every other word that has been spoken over us from the time of conception is a lie. In Jesus name, Lord God. If a word does not line up with your word, Lord God, we call it a lie and we send it back to the pit of hell for whence it came. Every curse, every generational curse, every word curse, anything that has been spoken, even even the negative connotations may be attached to our names, Lord God. The names that were given to us in our birth, in ignorance, Lord God, we cut away Every curse that it can be associated with it. We apply the blood of Jesus, Lord God, over everything that concerns us, Lord God. Everything that concerns our mind. Everything that concerns our heart. Everything that concerns our vision, our dream. Lord God, everything that concerns us, Lord God. We apply the blood of Jesus over it right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. And we take authority over everything. That is not like you. That has been trying to lie and hiss the lie in our ears to say that we are not more than enough. To say that we don't that we are not the beloved of you, Lord God. To say that we are we are we are not created in your image. To say that we are ugly. To say that we're not wanted. To lie and say that we are less than that which you created us to be, Lord God. We bind every word that has been spoken over us that does not line up with your word, Lord God, because you are the truth and your word is the truth, Father God. So right now. We come into agreement with the word of God regarding our life. We come into agreement with the promises of God regarding our life. We come into agreement with the covenant that was cut at the foundations of the earth for our life in Jesus' name. And we declare and say it is so. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for the enlargement of our territory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen, amen, amen. Jesus, amen. God bless you. God bless you. I speak healing. I speak restoration. 
I speak increase over your life right now in Jesus name. Every barrier, every hindrance that has been holding you back from moving forward to the next stage, to the next phase of life. I call, I call, I call it null and void right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel every assignment that the enemy has been trying to come against you with right now in Jesus name. I declare and decree you shall prosper. I declare and decree you are everything God says that you are. I declare and decree you're the righteousness of God. I declare and decree your past can no longer come against you. Your past does not dictate who you are. You're everything that God says that you are. Amen. And I declare and decree, declare and decree from this day forward, you will move forward in the newness of Christ. You will move forward in the word that God has spoken over your life right now in Jesus name. Hallelujah. I bless you, Father. And Father, I thank you for this time for bringing us together tonight, Lord God. Father God, I pray that the word has gone and saturated in the hearts and in the minds of your people, Lord God, us, your people, Lord God. And I pray, Father God, that the word that you release, Lord God, will accomplish everything that you set it out to accomplish, Father God. And I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father. For just as you did for Jabez, do it for us, Lord God. For your word says that so God granted him what he requested. Grant us our request, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. I love you. I will see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place. Catch us for our push PowerPoint. And we'll be back again tomorrow evening for more of a push nightcap. Amen. God bless you. Walk in the liberty of God and the fullness of God. You are everything that God says that you are. We are everything that God says that we are. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Let's keep pushing. Amen.